Hey, before we get started with today's episode, I just want to quickly let you know that if you DM me the word audit on Instagram, that's at Ken Westgar, we'll do a quick 15-minute audit of your launch. And by the end of the audit, you'll know exactly where to put your focus in order to grow and scale your next launch. So like I said, DM me the word audit on Instagram, and I'll talk to you soon. This is the Oh My God on Launching Podcast. Welcome to another episode. In today's episode, I'm talking to Renee, and she is a fellow launch strategist. And, um, you know, we talk, basically, we geek out on launching. We have a lot of great value in this episode. I promise you there's tons of tips and tricks and stuff that you could definitely take advantage of in your next launch. So, you know what? I'm not, I'm not even going to say anything more about this. Um, just dig into this episode and uh, take whatever you can out of it. Enjoy. Have you launched your online course with great success? Or maybe you launched totally tank and you just want to curl up and cry. Well, it really doesn't matter. Hi, my name is Ken Westgar and I'll help online course creators and membership site owners creating the most fun and profitable launches without having to go it alone. In this podcast, we talk about all kinds of launches. You'll get tons of valuable insights and fun stories that highlights the dramatic ups, downs, failures, and success that comes from being in launch mode. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching Podcast. All right, welcome to the Oh My God, I'm Launching Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Wesker, and today I have another launch strategist with me, which is going to be really fun. Welcome, Renee. Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm pretty good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm really excited yeah. to, you know, geek out on launching with you. Um, I it's know. It's fun. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, before we get into, you know, geeking out, obviously, yeah. um, why don't you just share with the audience, you know, who you are, who you help yeah. and how you help them? Okay, cool. Um, I'm Renee Sarant Lane. I just call myself Renee Nicole. It's easier, it's <laughs> right? Easier. Yeah. Um, I have a, a launch. I'm a launch strategist, online marketing specialist, um, funnel strategist, and I focus on um, strategy and development of launches. So what that means is I work on the strategy, the plan, and uh, also the technical setup if you do want support in that area. So it's kind of complete end-to-end support, you know, for conceptualizing, setting up and executing your launches, right? Um, I usually work with uh, business uh, business strategists, you know, business coaches, um, service providers, um, people in the, uh, what should I say, health and wellness space, you know, um, mm-hmm. and also people who are into kind of like intuitive type um, services, you know, um, that kind of thing, intuitive coaches, that kind of thing, um, life coaches, Right. Uh, so that's yeah, that's usually who I tend to work with because, um, you know, they have their group programs, they have their memberships, they have courses that they want to launch and, you know, they want to do it successfully. So yeah. that's why they reach out to me. Yeah, exactly. What I like to do, you know, when I have mm-hmm. um, lo- other launch strategies on this mm-hmm. uh, podcast is that we I like to get, you know, their point of view or their perspective on launch. Like we discussed before we got on here is that, you know, we all have different um, strategies or different mm-hmm. frameworks or just different perspectives on things. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why it's also good to have somebody else to talk to because then we can kind of share different sides of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is your take on launching? Launches can be fun, 
and I know like launch and fun is not usually <laughs> something that you like hear together. together. <laughs> yeah, not something that you usually hear going together, but I think they can be fun. They can actually be fulfilling and in alignment with how you want to show up um, in the online space. Too many times I find that, uh, you know, business owners, especially in the online business owners, they put a lot of pressure on themselves to mm. launch. And they're like, I have to have a five figure launch. I have to have a six figure launch. I have to enroll, you know, a hundred people into my program. You know, I want to make, as I said, six figures. And this is maybe the first time you're launching. Mm. Where do you think that's coming from, though, that they think they, they have yeah. to have these massive launches? Yeah, but it's definitely because of the the gurus out there, you know, in the online space. You see, um, you know, James Wedmore, you know, has this massive launch every mm-hmm. year with his program. Um, And you see that happening and you see, you know, how seamlessly it rolls out and you see the the energy and the, um, what should I say, the excitement around that. And they're like, yeah, I, I want that too. But yeah. can I do that? I, I don't have a team of 15 people, you know, working <laughs> behind the scenes for me. And they think that, okay, it has to be like this big splashy thing. And it's like, no, it could be really simple and still very effective. So, um, mm. you know, simplicity is everything. I, I have come to realize that you don't, you don't need the bells and whistles. You don't need a whole, you know, complicated funnel. It could be, as I said, really straightforward and simple and true to how you want to show up. So a lot, another thing is people yeah. tend to want to, you know, they might say, okay, well, I have to do a webinar or I have to, you know, show up live or I have to, you know, um, I have to have affiliates. And, and all of these kinds of things and I'm like is that what you really want to do is that how you want to run your business is that how you want to show up for your audience what what feels good for you what mm-hmm. feels true to you I'm not saying that you um you don't stretch yourself because launching definitely does stretch you <laughs> yeah pretty yeah, much does any way yeah it does stretch you it does um force you to kind of face some mind trash about you know money and and your worthiness and your um the value of what you provide uh, to your audience um so I'm not saying that you you know it's a complete walk in the park but at the same time it doesn't have to be like this high pressure frustrating confusing you know totally overwhelming thing that people think it is and as i said you don't need a team of 15 and you know the most complicated funnel in the world with you know using 500 software <laughs> yeah to have an effective launch right so exactly yeah i totally agree with you uh, because people tend to think that they have to do this because somebody else told them to do it and mm-hmm. they're they you know there's so much resistance there that you know mm-hmm. if they choose to do it they were going to show up with the wrong energy and it's going exactly. to exactly it's going yeah. to affect this is going to affect their launch yep. exactly what yep. are some of the um simplest launches that you've seen that people have done still and still be successful i've seen people do podcast launches like you you, have, you don't even show up live like you do a pre-recorded podcast or pre-recorded mm. video series that has been very effective and the reason why this works is because they have a audience of ideal clients and that is that is extremely extremely important you need to find where your super fans are and nurture that and build that relationship because if you have that relationship in place then it doesn't matter what you um present to them they already know you they already have that relationship with you they're aware that you know um, they can have they have the opportunity to make an investment in, in something to get you know additional support and they're ready to buy so mm. I have seen people do as I said some really simple really effective things um, people have done you know done launches email only to, to an, an existing list you, you know they haven't gone out and paid thousands of dollars in ads to um you know to to build their list or anything like that they had yeah. a really small list um but not really small but you know not a massive list but they had a really small but engaged list and mm-hmm. you know they've launched to that and it has been um pretty successful so yeah and that comes you know. down to what you said um mm-hmm. you know having those true fans who exactly but that means that you need to do the work of you know figuring out who is your ideal avatars yes, yep absolutely 
Yep. Uh, what are your thoughts on figuring all of that out? Because I mean, that's not necessarily a walk in the park either. No, it's not. I have a, um during my launch intensives, I there is um a part of that session um where we work on understanding who your ideal customer is, and it is. I'm not going to say it's hard, but it's intense, mm-hmm. right? And when I take my clients through that, they're like, oh my God, this is the most amazing thing ever, but I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> because you you really have to sit down and think about where your client's head is at mm-hmm. and, you know, understand bias psychology and, um, you know, the customer psychology and where, you know, what their beliefs are, what their belief system is and, and a whole number of things that are affecting and influencing mm-hmm. how they feel about you and your product and the market itself, right? So it's yeah. not just, oh, I deal with moms with, um, you know, with children. You have mm-hmm. to go deeper than that, right? Yeah. So it's, I deal with overworked moms who have children three to five years old and are tired of doing all the housework and need some, you know, need some kind of organizational system. Mm-hmm. That's completely, that's very different from, I help, you know, I help mom, moms with children. Yeah, people that I've worked with have said, you know, they've never thought that deeply about their client before, right. and and that is something that you 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 constantly have to be working on and refining and and really understanding. As I said, what stage a client is at, where their head is at, you know, um, how much education that you need to do even to mm-hmm. get them to the point where um they understand, you know, your methodology, your framework, your process. Um, what should I say? Your your vision, your values, and that kind of thing. Your your own belief system. Maybe they you know they share that mm-hmm. and they trust you enough to lead them to the outcome that they want so yeah because probably the biggest mistake is that people when we we talk about you know creating the ideal client avatar is that they look at the um, demographics so you know it's it's a female who's in that age range who has a husband two kids blah 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 all that stuff but that's just a really small part of that's like the top of the iceberg and then you have everything everything underneath that which is about what they're thinking doing feeling you know all that goes into the messaging of exactly. your um yeah your messaging yeah. basically and um another thing that i think is also really important is uh just not just understanding as you said uh what they you know what they're thinking and feeling but also what kind of outcomes they want and mm-hmm. you know not just something um surface level like they want to feel happier yeah. right but is, <laughs> is is there is there some sort of tangible way you can describe the outcome that yeah. you provide, even if you are a, a life coach, right? And you say that, you know, your um, clients come out feeling happier. Can you, qu- can you quantify happiness? Mm-hmm. I think you can. Yeah. You just <laughs> right? need to dig a little bit deeper. Exactly. So it's okay. They're able to, for example, maybe they work in an 80 hour week. I know they work a 40 hour week and they have time to, you know, go exercise and spend more time with their family, which has allowed them to lose weight. And, mm-hmm. you know, so the thing is the, the outcomes kind of fit into four categories and they're not it's health wealth relationships and personal development right so Mm -hmm. if you can tie your results to any one of those four categories you tend to be able to quantify results better Mm. right so instead of saying things like you know they're happier they're less stressed yes that sounds all well and good but everybody who has a business who is selling something (laughs) can make you happier and less stressed what are you doing specifically and what is your specific process to make them happier and less stressed and what does happier and less stress look like for your clients Mm -hmm. you have do you have examples of things that that they've done 
that have increased their happiness levels and, and reduced their, their stress levels by how much, right? Mm-hmm. So we we tend to want to shy away again from that in terms of, oh my gosh, no, there, there are no tangible outcomes for my business. I, I don't care what business you have. You can find a way to compare using some kind of numbers, some some kind of number. So it's not it may not necessarily be money because a lot of people think another thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that money is the only deciding factor in, in whether somebody invests in, in a program or not. Yeah. Money is just one part of it. If you could reduce somebody's workload, they will pay you any amount of money to do that. Mm-hmm. If you can make somebody um, less frustrated in terms of creating a plan, an exact roadmap for them to be able to achieve a particular outcome, they're going to pay money for that, right? If you can help somebody achieve some some particular life goal that they have within a particular time frame, right? Maybe it might be weight loss. Maybe it might be getting a different job. Maybe it might be, you know, trying to conceive a child, right? All of those things fall into life plans. All of those things are technically intangible. Mm-hmm. But if you have a process and you can show them that, listen, it takes this amount of time, this is the process, and these are the kind of results that you can get within this time frame, then that that's a way that you can quantify the intangible. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love that you touched a little bit about, you know, how people need to be better at separating themselves from, you know, the masses. Yeah. Because, you know, like you said, you know, everybody can help you make more money or save more time. Mm-hmm. Or it's, yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody can do that. And everybody mm-hmm. pretty much says that. Yep. So they need to find out, you know, what is that one thing that makes them different? Is it, you know, the way you do it? Is it your framework? Is it process? Is it, you know, mm-hmm. Exactly. something else and i i am big on explaining your framework and your process as well like a lot of people say you know show them the what and not the how or mm-hmm. you know be very vague about your process and i that is something i absolutely do not agree with because people need to know okay well how exactly am i getting from point a to point b mm-hmm. right can you show me step by step and the thing is you're not getting down into the weeds and telling them you know we're gonna give you're gonna work on this particular worksheet or whatever it's no what is the high level overview of how you can get them from point a to point b and also what again we tie in it to okay when they get from point a to point b these are the kind of results that you can expect Mm-hmm. right so it's putting it's putting two things together it's explaining to them or i should say three things explaining to them the before you know where they're currently at understanding you know their their mindset and you know feelings emotions all that kind of thing where they're at then it's explaining okay i understand that you're here and you want to get to be mm-hmm. what this is the process that i can that i use to get you to this point b and then when you get to point b this is what point b looks like right yeah and clients who have gotten to point B have been able to do X, Y, and Z. And yeah. That's kind of where your framework or process comes into play. You know, that's, exactly. that so, is what will take them from point A I'll, to point B. Exactly. And a lot of um, a lot of business owners have not like actually sat down and thought out their framework. Now, yeah. As I said, you don't have to get into the weeds and explain everything, but you have to understand, okay, I have worked with, you know, hundreds of clients or how many of our clients over the years, what are the, what is the common process? What is the common thread between how I have helped them get their mm-hmm. results, right? How do I, how do I describe that process to them? Yeah. Right? And probably a lot of people mm-hmm. think that, oh, but I don't have a process. I don't have a framework. I just do mm-hmm. this, that. And mm-hmm. then that's because they haven't really sat down and taken okay. a look at what is it that I actually do. You and do. that could actually be, oh, that's my framework. That's actually right. how I specifically help people. Exactly. And then just create uh, well, just putting a name to it and making that yours. yours this is exactly. the way I help you using this framework. Yeah, absolutely. And 
you know, it's again, it does not matter what business you're in. There are certain things that you do over and over and over, mm. especially the more, the more that you work with people and the more that you refine things. Um, there are certain steps that you take all the time. So yeah. it, whether it's, you know, like an audit, an assessment plan, a review, you know, that kind of thing, there is a process and a, and a methodology to the way that you do stuff we mm -hmm. we are human beings are rational people you know as much as you know we have emotions behind us and all that kind of thing we do follow some sort of structure and some mm -hmm. sort of logic in the way we in which we operate and it's just as you said um to take that time and seek to provide yourself with the opportunity to actually sit down and map that out and like you said name it so that you know mm. this process is tied to you when you think of the launch party framework you think of Renee Nicole right yeah, yeah. <laughs> for example right yeah so, it's much more distinctable than just yeah. being a launch coach or a launch strategist exactly Exactly. Yeah, you have something to actually tie it up to that framework. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if you agree, but launch runway is, I think a lot of people kind of miss that step that they just kind of, oh, I'm going to launch mm -hmm. and it's just two weeks mm -hmm. away. It's no problem. I'll just do mm -hmm. this. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> actually, yeah. you kind of need a little bit more time. What is your view on the launch runway? Oh, yeah. I think the launch runway is really important. Um, you can't come and ask me to launch something in two weeks. I, I can't help you <laughs> at that point. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. Maybe reach out to people one on one and and see what happens. I yeah. <laughs> like I can't I can't launch anything for you in two weeks, right? But yes, definitely the launch runway is is important because people tend to forget, and especially you know with social media and all of the the information that we are you know bombarded with on a daily basis, people need a reminder that listen, hey, I have something coming up. You're gonna want to join, mm -hmm. right? And you know in marketing, it was originally I think like seven touch points before somebody actually took action. Action. no i'm hearing it's 12 you know yeah, so it, well, it keeps on increasing <laughs> yeah so um you know i the, the point is that you you have to keep saying um you know repeating things over and over and over and i always say if you are not sick and tired of hearing yourself talk about your offers <laughs> your program or your event you ain't you're, you're not doing it you know you're not doing it mm. often enough right so you you might think that oh my gosh i don't want to harass people or i don't want to you know i don't want them to to um you know unsubscribe from my email list so i don't want them to unfollow me on social media chances are they probably haven't seen it mm -hmm. one and two even if they do unsubscribe or they do unfollow then maybe that wasn't your ideal client in the first place because exactly. people who do want to work from you don't mind hearing from you so um i remember sharing a post um the other day in my facebook group uh, talking about um you know losing followers is a good thing because then it, it curates your list down to people who actually do want to be there yeah. and they're more likely to buy. So cleaning up your list and, you know, um, getting rid of people who are inactive and that kind of thing, that's that's not a problem. Losing people during a launch is actually not a problem because then the people who want to be there are there. Absolutely. And yeah. I've seen, you know, people like James Wardmore, he keeps coming mm -hmm. up in these conversations, strangely enough. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, he launches once a year and yeah. it's not that he comes up with something new every single time you know exactly i think people tend to think that oh what i'm launching yeah i can't say the same thing i did last time, last time. Well, <laughs> technically you can because you can. like i said people don't remember people didn't catch it mm -hmm. or you know they're all enjoying and don't really care because they're mm -hmm. already in there i mean yeah. so many reasons why you don't mm -hmm. really have to 
reinvent the wheel every single no. time. Yeah, I definitely agree. My my philosophy on relaunching is, you know, you take what works and you, you just improve upon it. So you don't, you're not starting from scratch. And that's that's how I work with my clients. Like we lay mm-hmm. this foundation, you know, um, to actually set up your launch for success. And then, you know, we analyze what's, what's working, what's not working, you know, and how we can improve the next time around. So yeah, definitely, you know, it doesn't make sense to, you know, completely um, go back to the drawing board for sure. <laughs> Um, that, that is everything uh, apart yeah. just trying to rebuild it oh. yeah, that's that's a, a what should I say the, the time and energy required to do that is not is not necessarily worth it because if you do have something that has uh, produced results mm. we can work with that and you know improve it from there absolutely yeah, yeah. I had a question that I was going to ask you but I forgot it so <laughs> we'll just continue continue yeah. yeah I'm sure you'll remember soon <laughs> Probably. Um, yeah. But yeah, launching can be, you know, um, I mean, it's emotional. It's it's mm-hmm. scary. It's uh, energy draining. It's uh, yeah. it's everything. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some common things that you've seen that your clients or people that you know of um, have mm-hmm. had to deal with in a launch? Um, I had a client actually that moved across the country oh, wow. during a launch and she still had a five-figure launch. So yeah, she it was kind of on short notice and she was like, um, hey, <laughs> I have to move across the country. I'm like, don't worry. I, I, I got you. I got you. We we have this, you know, we had a plan mm-hmm. and we had, um, you know, we were putting things in place. And while she was moving across the country, the money was coming in. So, you know, um, people have had to deal with that kind of thing. Um, what else have people had to deal with? Um, sick children, um, yeah. you know, the power going out. What is the, what else has happened? It is used with, uh, what do you call it? With like the platform, that kind of thing. So I always, you know, because I'm a, a planner, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, we always have contingency plans for these things. So, you yeah. know, um, you and know, it's easier to that, deal with those yeah. things when you have that plan. As plan, well. exactly. So okay. if you didn't, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah, this this didn't work out. Then we, you know, go to plan B or plan C as a case maybe, right? So. Yeah. Um, I I can't say we've had any you know like absolute disasters. <laughs> Usually <laughs> we can we yeah. do survive. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's um I don't want to diminish it, but it's not as bad as you think <laughs> it is. There is always one of my mottos is there's always another way. So yeah, you know there's always some workaround. There's always something that you can do to solve the problem. Oh, what yeah. <laughs> there was one time um I was doing a test with a client, and um I logged in. Uh, to her Zoom. This was like when I was a lot newer to launching, mm-hmm. and I logged into her Zoom, and we went live, and both of us were in, her, in the same Zoom account. So I had to be like muted the entire time so that they wouldn't get any feedback on my end. Yeah. Um, but and we we realized like just as it started that oh my gosh, I'm not in my own personal account. I'm in your account. So yeah, that was. <laughs> I was uh, I was like oh my god let me just let me just keep quiet like yeah. for the entire <laughs> for the entire webinar so yeah in terms of you know mindset and emotion how does mm-hmm. that affect people when they're launching oh yeah I have a whole um like in my I as I said I do a, um, a launch intensive so mm-hmm. it's uh I give a lot of advice and, and guidelines on you know how do you show up Mm-hmm. Uh, during the launch period and um, my biggest thing is don't stress yourself to the point where you like kind of change your habits so if you eat at you know particular times of the day follow that schedule so make mm-hmm. sure to eat 
make sure to stay hydrated you know a lot as i said as we were talking earlier um a lot of mind trash comes up you know about money about your worthiness as i said about the, the value of your program i mean now you start a question oh my god do i know what i'm doing will people sign up will people buy these things and the thing is if you have gotten clients before and if you have gotten results before and if people have raved about your program or given you feedback about your program you're doing it right mm-hmm. <laughs> right you you don't i shouldn't say you don't have anything to worry about but there are people out there for you and there are people who are interested in your services and willing to invest in it and um we also have to be very um dispassionate about you know launching i mean i know this is your baby and this is very close to you and you need you know you want to you know have make a significant um income and impact even but at the same time launches tell us things about what's working and what's not working right mm-hmm. and that is where the analytics comes in this is where you have to kind of take a step back and be objective about it so okay if um a lot of people didn't sign up is it something with my messaging if you know you have um if you have an, a funnel that you, you're doing with your launch what is the i don't want to say problem look at the, the conversion numbers what yeah. is up with the copy what is up with the design look at you know when the, if you're doing emails look at the open rates look at the click-through rates you know if you're on social media how long has people have people watched the videos how many video views did you get what are people commenting on what are people what is the feedback that people are giving you and mm-hmm. you can take that information to make improvements maybe it's the, you know you make improvements to the way that you transmit the information maybe they might prefer uh, um, you know, a shorter video, or maybe they might prefer a PDF, or maybe they might want, um, you know, some kind of workbook style document that's fillable as opposed to just a regular PDF. So if people are commenting and giving you feedback, it's not about you. It is about the the way that you did it and how it is they best interact with you and how they consume the information. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I know it, it, it. We tend to make it about us, and you know, oh my gosh, I'm bad at this, or I am, I'm doing it wrong, or something like that. And that that is not entirely the case. You're not, yeah. you know, if especially if this is the first time that you're launching, lo- the first launch is literally to figure out what your benchmarks are. And yeah, and it could be like zero. <laughs> you know, you might not actually make it exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, it's figure out what your benchmarks are, and figure out if your messaging is actually uh what should i say targeting the right people mm-hmm. or what 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 do you need to what do you need to refine do you need to even um kind of re- rework your program you know if people do invest and then you know they give you feedback about the program do you need to rework certain things what's working what's not working so um as i said it it is hard to to kind of remove yourself from it but you have to be a lot more objective about it and you know think about what what did I do that worked? What did I do that didn't work? And what what are the what is the feedback and what is the, what are the numbers telling me? Right? Sometimes even if a program flopped, it might be a case of well maybe they want something more. So then you combine it with something else. Like for example, Rachel Rogers. Um, I'm in her. We should all be millionaires. Um, membership program, mm-hmm. and she said that her yeah, there are four courses inside of the membership in addition to like the, mem- the actual membership mem- benefit. And um, one of the courses is called Worthy. And when they launched launched that as a standalone course, it didn't do very well. But when they combined it inside of the membership, immediately people were like, oh my god, this is the most amazing course ever, <laughs> right? So sometimes it's not that the product that you have is bad is the way it's packaged mm-hmm. right so 
you you want to think about that maybe it should it shouldn't be a standalone product maybe it should be combined with something else maybe it should be um what should i say presented in some 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 sort of a different way um yeah because a lot of people tend to go to you know when things doesn't go the way they didn't meet the goals that they set for themselves or the expectation mm-hmm. that's set, uh they call it a mm-hmm. fail launch immediately yeah and um, I don't know what your thoughts on that, but personally, I don't think any launches are a failure. Definitely agree. Every, t- every time you do something online, it's an opportunity to learn mm-hmm. more about yourself, more about your audience, more about your product and, you know, whether it's actually meeting people's needs. If it's not, then let's go back and, and see what, what we can improve, right? Yeah. If it is, how can we make it better? And, you know kind of supersize that experience for your, mm-hmm. for your audience, right? Um, even in terms of like the delivery of the product, is there a better way that I can deliver it? You know, because sometimes you think the, the onboarding, sometimes the onboarding process is not as straightforward as you think. Sometimes people, do you need to provide a little more information so that people actually go, especially for courses and that kind of thing, so that people go through your program. So people think, okay, well, I created a course and, you know, I send them the login information. That's it, right? What about, you know, nurturing them through the program, through the course so that they can finish it? So, you know, maybe you might want to do a check-in with them mm-hmm. every so often. Maybe you might want to point them in the direction of specific videos or specific um, PDFs or a specific, you know, section of the of the course that you think will be really helpful for them. Um, maybe you can do a kind of like a, a walkthrough of, okay, well, this is where you start and this is, you know, this is how you move through the course, right? So you, you have to give them as much information and as much guidance as, as you can um, so that they actually fulfill the um, complete the program, you know, whether it's a, a course or a membership or, um, or a, you know, actually group program and that kind of thing. So they actually get through the program and also so that they can get the results that, you know, you know, you can get them so that you can mm-hmm. build all of that social proof, you know, to that will help boost, bolster the credibility of your programs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. When people do st- think of you know fail launches where i know mm-hmm. i tend to think about you know is it your messaging or is it your offer because i think those mm-hmm. two are probably the most most mm-hmm. important things or the the ones that affect the launch the most yeah but it's not, not always easy to maybe get feedback on that or see that mm-hmm. or so how do you think people should you know um, go about that at all definitely reaching out to past clients you know if this is something that you have if you have launched some version of it before you know getting feedback from past clients um you can do focus groups you could do coffee chats you know and but the thing is with that you need to be very specific about who it is you want to talk to mm-hmm. about this program sometimes it might help to do a, like a beta launch or you know give some people access for a, a lower cost and with the understanding that listen i need to i'm get i want to i'm offering this to you for the sole purpose of getting feedback, mm-hmm. right? You know, those are things that you can do. Um, there are market research say, reports that that sometimes help. Um, there is somebody who has this really good, it's a program called Copy Snaps. And okay. what it does is it it kind of, based on, you know, what uh, what's your niches and, you know, what, what you're launching, um, it kind of minds for customer feedback right totally like legal and ethical and all of that but it it it, it just looks for what what people are saying mm-hmm. about your particular area of expertise so that you can understand okay well this is where their mind is at this is where their head is at this is what they're saying about my program and you could take that information and you know rework your messaging and that kind of thing so continue on the fail launches um yeah. or maybe you know when they're in the launch 
mm-hmm. and they see the numbers not coming in, you know, mm-hmm. it's not really working out the way they thought. How do people keep themselves motivated and, you know, keep on pushing mm-hmm. and showing up? Well, you know, we, we both know that usually it's at the beginning of the launch and the end is the biggest, mm-hmm. biggest surge. And you have to, you have to keep pushing forward and you have to keep moving forward and you have to, um, you know, it's not over till it's over kind of thing. Yeah. And you have to keep showing up because there are, you know, there are so many people who have said that um, I kept showing up. I was, you know, I was going live. I was reaching out to people. I was, um, you know, doing insider sneak peeks. I was doing stories. I was doing, you know, all of these strategies to to show up and to consistently promote it. And in the end, it paid off. So think about are you doing everything you possibly can to promote your offer? right um do you want to involve you know get on other people's platforms and talk about it maybe reach out to a friend you know who has a pod well not necessarily a podcast maybe be a do a guest expert interview or um you know ask somebody to to share it Mm -hmm. to share you know more about your program so that you know the it could kind of spread by by word of mouth so that you know it reaches a more significant number of people right so there are things that you're going to even during a launch to, to kind of save it, right? <laughs> so that you're not, you know, completely completely lose steam then yeah. um, and, you know, just kind of throw in the towel and, and it hasn't even, it's not even over yet, right? So Yeah, and, you know, there's still things that you can do even after the launch to help recoup exactly. something mm-hmm. after. Exactly. So I'm, I'm a big fan of like weightless. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people, a lot of times what happens, people are like, oh my God, I did not even know that you were talking that you were launching something that you had this program and you know that's your opportunity to say well hey i'm going to relaunch it in the next couple of months you want to join my waitlist and you have a a group of people who are actually already interested Mm -hmm. in you know hearing more about your program so those are some things that you can do so yeah absolutely uh you mentioned something about um you know scheduling around your habits and stuff like Mm -hmm. that um yeah what are your thoughts on you know uh basic self-care i guess in Mm -hmm. terms of a launch because you know when we launch we tend to maybe grab some junk food we stay up late we forget to go out and exercise or just get Mm -hmm. some movement um Mm -hmm. would you say that is important as well when you're doing a launch and just making sure that you have a little bit of focus on yourself as, Mm -hmm. as well oh yeah absolutely um i definitely think you should not change you know significantly change your um your habits like you maybe you might need to kind of schedule a little bit more time for promotion because maybe you might have to show up live more depends on you know what your launch strategy is um so you may have to spend a little bit more time showing up live or engaging with your audience you know if in the dms or in the comment section that kind of thing you know if they want to find out more information about your program but um you know you should not be like chained to your computer like just waiting you know to see the (laughs) notification refresh refresh refresh. yeah (laughs) (laughs) exactly you know see notifications pop up or you know if the money is coming in and i'm like it's gonna come in whether you like staring at your screen for five hours or not (laughs) right so um yeah it is important to you know to eat properly make sure as i said stay hydrated take some time and spend with your family and friends and also take some time to be grateful for the fact that you know you have an audience there are people who are interested in Mm -hmm. in your offer there are people who are responding to you so you know you are doing something and you are getting somewhere and you are reaching people, right? And um, and you have the opportunity to just even make money online, you know, without having to, to show up some inside some location in person. 
um, to do it, right? So there's a massive amount of opportunity that that you get and and reach and impact that you get to have um, as an online business owner or as I said, um, navigating in the online space. And um, it is a scary thing because you know um, people uh, they they are afraid of the unknown, but at the same mm. time you do have the opportunity to, as I said, reach and impact people in a significant way. You know, even just through your launch events. You know, even if it's a matter of changing someone's mindset or, or reframing their belief around something, right? Um, you do have the opportunity to impact them even at that level. You know, with your your events, even if they don't necessarily invest in your program this time around. So absolutely. Um, I hope I want to kind of circle back to what we kind of mm-hmm. talked about in the beginning and mm-hmm. you mentioned something about you know um, people need to do the things that feel right for them. And I think we we. we going into you know the whole alignment and just mm-hmm. being true to yourself um mm-hmm. i think a lot of people kind of get lost in that and see you know the mentors the gurus the experts they're doing this yes. and i need to do that oh he's saying yeah. this mm-hmm. we kind of lose ourselves in the middle of that what are your thoughts on that um somebody said to me they were like but there are she was like but there are benchmarks i'm like yeah the benchmarks are the numbers mm-hmm. the benchmark is not your message so it's about okay, what we can use numbers to tell us what is happening and to give us an idea of what's working and what's not working. But the the work of refining and ho- developing, refining and honing your message is something that you are going to have to do mm-hmm. till you understand what resonates with your audience, right? And Russell Brunson, James Wedmore, Gary V, you know, whoever it is, cannot do that for you, yeah. right? You have to sit down and determine what it is. What is the message that you want to bring to people? What What is the mindset or the beliefs that you, you want to shift, mm-hmm. right? What are the stories that you want to tell to show people that, listen, I have a solution to your problem and this is my process for getting you from point A to point B and I know I can help you. And these are the kinds of results that you can have because previous clients have gotten that, right? It is not about... Okay, well, I, as I said, like I should do a webinar or I should do a, you know, I should do follow the PLF strategy or, you know, have this massive affiliate marketing program. It is about, okay, well, how, how, how do I want to connect with my audience? What is the underlying message behind, um, you know, my programs and my business and my offers, right? What, what do I really want people to understand and believe about me, my business and, and how I can help them, right? Yeah. And it takes some time to develop that. You don't you don't generally get it with the first launch. Um, it's a process of okay, well, what parts of this are resonating with people, and how can I develop it further so that it resonates with more people, <laughs> um, you know, and and uh, on a bigger scale, so that you know I can get achieve the, the goals that I want. So yeah, I think everything about launching is something that you know you need to test and continue to test and develop and yep. evolve and absolutely yeah, it never stays the same. But take one small mm-hmm. step at a time and. Exactly. And, you'll, and you'll get there. That that is also something I told my client. I was like, "This is this is it's a chemistry project. Yeah. So you try something, and you see what works, and then you make one small improvement, and you see what works with that, and then you make another improvement, and you see what works with that. It is kind of a a long process, but it is definitely worth it. And you can get to the point where you um kind of have a a system nailed down that that actually works for you, kind of uh intuitively. Right. And and I don't want to say automatically, but it, it gets a lot easier over time for sure. Mm-hmm. Um before we wrap this up, is there anything that yeah. we haven't mentioned that we should share with the audience? Um I think we touched on a lot, but uh, yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of 
um anything that we have left out you don't need like as i said like any fancy um you know all in one marketing system to 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 have a successful launch right you mm-hmm. literally need an audience some way to collect payments and some way to distribute the <laughs> to give yeah. them what it is they paid for Keep so you know people um spend people spend a significant amount of time talking about kajabi versus kartra versus lead pages wordpress you know all of those things and, and get so um down in the weeds about you know the features of this particular program and i'm like have you tested your offer like are people <laughs> yeah, actually even that's... willing to buy what it is you have it does not matter what platform you put it on if you don't have an audience and you don't have an offer and you don't have a way to give it to them it's not going to work there are people who have had six-figure launches selling from google docs there are people who have had six-figure launches and they still house their group the, the contents of their group program and google drive mm. like it does not have to be you know super complicated what what is important as i said is the audience the strategy that you use and figuring out that strategy with um you know again it's a process but it can be one that is aligned to what it is you want to do on one last thing I wanted to mention, and when I talk about a strategy that's aligned to you, it again, I really mean how you want to show up. I had a client who um, launched a membership. She doesn't like social media. Mm-hmm. She prefers YouTube and she gets a lot of traction on YouTube. I'm like, well, just use YouTube to launch your, your membership. Like you don't yeah. have to, you don't, like you said, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to, you know, do something completely out of your element. Um, you can use what you, the, the systems that you already have in place and, and start from there and then improve upon it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Um, where can people reach out to you and get to learn more about you? Okay, they can check me at renenicole.com. So that's www.renee-nicole.com. Um, they can find out more about my services there. Um, I have a Facebook group called Online Launches and Funnels Made Easy. So you can check me out there as well. I have resurfaced on Instagram. I am on there as well. Um, but I'm mainly, you know, mainly my Facebook group. That's where you get all the good stuff. So yeah, we'll link yeah. up everything in the show notes so people have something Definitely. to click on. Yeah, awesome. Thank you for spending your Saturday morning with me uh, and then geeking out on launching. I think we had a great conversation and I think there's a lot of value in it. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for having me. My honor. All right, people, that's it for this time. We'll catch up again next week. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Now, if you like this episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review over on iTunes. And secondly, head on over to Instagram and connect with me at Ken Westgar. That's K-E-N-W-E-S-T-G-A-A-R-D. And drop me a DM and tell me all about your launch. And I'll catch you in the next episode.